right, today we're going to start off with a little bit of maintenance. Um, earlier this week, on the other podcast, um, I talked about how this wheel was loose, and uh, I hadn't I hadn't done its uh, maintenance in a while, so what we're going to do is we're going to tighten it up, but before we do, we're actually going to pull it off and add wax to the axle so that we can be sure that everything's pretty snug as we're using it today. Now, doing this outside in the cold is not ideal. Um, and it might not be great for its performance, so we'll see about that. Because the wax isn't pliable enough, really, in cold temperature to do what we want it to do. Anyways, I've pulled that wheel off with both of the washers, and I'm going to take this wax block, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, rub this axle down really good with it, and get it nice and lubricated. I'm sure it's not called lubrication when it's not a... uh, liquid material Um, but I don't know what you would call it when you're using paraffin to uh, take away friction I treat it the same as I would treat oil on something but there might be a different word for it anyways it's actually pretty lubricated so after we lubricate the axle we also want to lubricate the outside of this hole, front and back. Sometimes it can be a little tricky getting this hole lubricated since that um, footman peg is so close to the hole. Alright, then we want to put, well, actually, there's another step. We've got to take both of these washers and get them waxed up really good. So you wax one. Then you slide it on the axle, put the wheel on, (laughs) then you wax up the next washer, slide it on the axle, then you can finally tighten down your nut. Sure. Oh, here. here we go. And now any axle that's still showing, you don't want wax on. You can just rake it off with your fingernail or whatnot. But uh, that's where the nut is going, and it needs to hold on there tight, which the nylon part of the uh, nut will help with. But, um, yeah, the only part that you want waxed down pretty good is the part that the wheel is actually rotating around. Alright, so now's the part where we want to get this tension just right so that the wheel will uh, spin freely but it doesn't rock too much. I think that's pretty good. We might go a little tighter. 
Yeah, that's kind of right on the edge there, but we'll see how we like it. This hat I'm wearing is a uh, 4th of July hat I made from raw wool. I uh, washed the wool, I Kool-Aid dyed the wool, I spun the wool, I knit the wool. Well, I say 4th of July. It's an American flag hat. It's not necessarily a 4th of July hat. Alright, so we should be good to go here. As a matter of fact, while we're at it, let's go ahead and do the uh, maintenance on the uh, spindle and upper receiver as well. So what we'll do is we will go ahead and uh, take the upper receiver off. So we pull both of these lock nuts, push this off the front, take the 516th nut off, slide off the quill, then we will slide off the uh, forward washer. We'll put this aside for now because we're going to want to wax down this um, dowel rod, you know, where it goes through the upper receiver, just that three quarters of an inch. Actually, it's a little more than a three quarters of an inch because you got the washer then three quarters of an inch, but you can kind of tell after a while, you can see what part is very well waxed. <laughs> from having the wax applied and then having it um, kind of polished in with the rotation of your spindle. And of course, right here we still have that um, glue from our repair because this is that um, spindle. this waxed up and then we want to again put a bunch of wax on the hole up here where it goes in want to put a bunch of wax on the hole right here where it goes through the upper receiver and both of those is because like here we've got a washer sitting against here and sitting against the pulley so as the pulley spins that washer moves so anything that's moving that's touching a surface needs to be touching wax so we got that stuck in I see we've got some wool inside there that's not great because that is going to keep um, the wax from doing its job completely I would normally I would rake that out with something but I don't have anything right here handy Alright, so we're going to wax up this washer as well. Gonna slide it on the spindle. Slide the spindle through the upper receiver. We're going to wax the 516th um, nut that is our spacer for the back of the spindle. 
Then we're going to slide that on the spindle and the whole assembly back into the stem. And that should do it. And then of course the only thing you have to worry about is getting this alignment workable. Notice I didn't say right because these things don't have to be put exactly on. There's a wide range of uh, tolerances it'll work at, which is nice. But um, yeah, so this is already got pretty good clearance. Yeah, that should do it. So now, got all that aside, I want to put our quill back on. Notice how easy that quill slides on, but it still doesn't slip when we're doing our spinning. Um, this wheel really does have a wide range of tolerances for like everything you're doing on it. And I love that. The, the drive band doesn't have to be tight. The wheel doesn't have to be in line with the spindle pulley. The um, quill doesn't have to be like uh, so tight down against the spindle. It's just, uh, it's really pretty user-friendly when it comes to all of that. And I wish, <laughs> I wish I knew exactly where to put this thing so it didn't rock so much, but that is crazy. That's pretty good, it looks like. All right, that's where we're going to be. So, we're a few minutes in, and now it's finally time to get to the spinning. We're going to do the same thing we did earlier in the week, which is uh, just guard it by hand, throw it on the spindle, see if adding weight to this uh, broken quill that we've repaired is going to affect its performance any. We'll probably still be adding to the quill for the third and last time on the next podcast. But we've already got the maintenance done, so hopefully that'll be a little more spinning-centric, a little less maintenance coverage. All right. This is ready. And running. Now, when I put the uh, spindle back in, I kept it a little tighter, so we might hear a little more clicky clink. What's that? Oh, 
I think that's just our uh, um, what do you call it? The uh, hinge on our treadle, which of course we don't make the hinge, we just buy it at the store and it's made of metal so when we're out here in the cold like this it's easy to understand why it doesn't want to cooperate. You can oil it but it just takes traditional oil. It's not like the rest of this um, because all these parts are wood. Even the parts that come in contact with metal are also wood. We always use wax for everything instead of oil because wax won't degrade the wood. It'll actually reinforce and strengthen the wood. But um, <clears throat> the hinge is the one thing that's just fully metal and so when you go to lubricate it you do have to revert to oil to keep that from making a noise but it sounds like now that it's warming up it's not even going to be a problem for us Okay. It's working pretty well. I do have it a little tighter than I normally would because normally just the weight of the treadle will cause that wheel to turn a little bit once I stop using it. But the, uh, I've got that front nut tightened down enough that it uh, doesn't do that. Like now when I stop using it, it stops going. So it doesn't drag when I'm treadling, but it seems to not have a lot of uh, leeway to just rotate on its own. Without it, of course, that does uh, loosen up some as you use it. So you don't necessarily want to start off with it loose enough. Um, because after you treadle it, you know, 50 times, then it's gotten kind of loose and free. So if you want to end in a good place, you start a little tight. All right. it off. Oh, <laughs> I brought it back a little too much. All right, we're going to blend in with this. Splice in there. By the way, I'm doing this every week. I do this sitting on top of my, um, what's it called? It's a water reservoir. I can't remember, but my dad has always been terribly scared that it was going to cave in. Cistern? That's what it is. 
and uh, he never likes anything sitting on the cistern, but uh, I don't think it's actually weak. We got one cucklebur, and one piece of veggie matter. It's been a while since we talked about it, but what you just saw me do there was go into a holding pattern. I did a half kick one way, a half kick the other way, and just back and forth to like keep my position without uh, over twisting the yarn or under twisting the yarn. So whenever you just want to stop, you just go back and forth to like hold the yarn while you work here. Then when you're ready, you go again. There's a good amount of uh, cuckleburs in this fiber. I don't think that'll be the case this year. This is last year's. Um, because last year I saw the cuckleburs, uh, plants like sprouting up. I don't know what those plants are called. And I was like, oh, I gotta get out here and pull those sometime. And I didn't do it and I didn't do it. And then, because um, they were leaving them alone for a long time. And then one day I went out when they weren't leaving them alone and they were getting cuckleburs on them, but I didn't have time to pull them then. And by the time I did get around to it, they just had it all over. So this year, as soon as they sprouted up, we just pulled them all. And that doesn't mean they didn't get some in their coat, but uh, a large part of the year last year that they had to uh, get all that stuff in their coat. But missed out on this year because we got rid of the plants right away. And it wasn't that hard. I uh, really wish I had done it last year, although we don't mind dealing with the EC. It's not that hard to pull them out um, at this point. But I don't like the idea that it's possible they're trying to lay down and they've got it in their coat, like um, where they're trying to like lean against each other or even just they have it on their chest when they're trying to lay down in the house. Um, because then they're laying right against that, that can't feel good. Um, so we don't like them to have to deal with that. But, um, like I said, it's not a problem this year because we got on it pretty quick. I gotta tell you, this spindle still seems to be doing well, um, even though it's been glued. Um, there's a little travel up here, unlike what there was before, but it's still well within what's reasonable for a spindle you'd like to use. This will probably remain my go-to um, spinning wheel for uh, work, because this is my work wheel. I have had it home to shoot the podcast on in a few weeks, um, but this is the one that I keep right there near my desk, and if I have time on a break, I whip out so that I can get some spinning done. And I think that's going to about do it for this week, and uh, we'll just be adding more to this spindle for the next 
podcast. So uh, we will see you then.